I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Hey there, and welcome back to Bess and Erica's Rock and Roll Music Hour. I'm Erica. And I'm Bessie, and I'm always glad to be back to talk to you and sing for you. Me too. And tonight we are doing a special episode in honor of Black History Month. And I'm excited about it because there's a lot of amazing African-American artists that I'd like to speak about. I'm going to start off the podcast with recapping what we did last month. And we had a wonderful guest uh, named Miwi Lalupa, which is Connor Ober's bassist, and he's touring with him right now. And we did a great little interview, so if you haven't heard that podcast yet, please check it out. I'm going to get to the point and talk about the songs that we did tonight. The song I did tonight is a song called They Hung Him on the Cross by an artist named Lead Belly, who's a really badass artist from the 30s. And um, he was in jail for killing a man over a woman. And it was actually one of his relatives, which I just looked this up on the internet a second ago. But yeah, I think his story is really fascinating. And I think I think the whole time period from the, the 20s to the 40s was really interesting because of the Depression and all the music that came out of that era is amazing. Because it's all the people that played music in that time period were like the forefathers of an era of music that we're playing today, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, so I did that song tonight, and actually uh, Nirvana did a cover of it too, and their cover of it's pretty cool also. So I kind of did my cover of it as a hybrid of the original by Lead Belly and uh, Nirvana's cover. So I hope you like it, and um, I'm going to talk more about him later, but I'm going to cut to my grandmother and ask her about the song she did tonight. Uh, I did Swing Down Sweet Chariot. It's an old-fashioned uh, gospel song. And it tells the story about Ezekiel and the things he saw in a vision of a chariot. And uh, I did this cover because I love gospel music. And the words in this song are my own original words I put in it. But the title of the song is called Swing Down Sweet Chariot. And uh, I hope it inspires everybody out there that hears it. And they might like it well enough to sing it or at least give it a try. And now I'm going to go turn it back to Erica. Thank you. Yeah. I love that song. And um, I think you always kind of sung that song with while I was growing up along with um, other gospel songs. I mean, I love singing gospel songs with you. We did Walk and Talk, and I'm obsessed with that song. <laughs> and it's on her SoundCloud, so go listen to that. But I think that even if you're not religious, that gospel music can be really inspiring in general. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. But um, I really like this song, and I like all the gospel songs we do. So I'm excited to get to that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And um, my mom made an appearance on our podcast tonight also, and uh, I'm going to let her talk about her song. Hey, guys. Good to be back on Bess and Erica's Rock and Roll Hour. I uh, did a cover for you tonight of I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles. He's one of my uh, most favorite artists of all time. And in honor of Black History Month, I wanted to to pay homage to him. And uh, that song's very special to me. And so I hope everybody out there is doing well. Thank you so much for always listening and supporting our podcast and, and everything we do and liking our music because uh, without without our fans, we're nothing. And uh, I'm going to hand it back over to Erica, and it sure is good to be here again. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that you're here tonight, too. We haven't done a podcast with you in a while. Well, actually had you on in a while, so that's cool. Um, yeah, and we just actually recorded her song tonight, so I'm really pumped about it, and I think that you'll really like it. 
Um, and I also love Ray Charles. I was really obsessed with the movie Ray when it came out. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I know, but it's such a grand movie. And, oh, it's amazing. Jamie Foxx did such an excellent job. It was just like watching Ray. You thought you were watching Ray. It really was. Um, he did an incredible job, and he deserved every award that he won for that. He was incredible. And I always, growing up watching that movie, I always said I wanted a mural of Ray in my big mansion if I ever get famous. So hopefully that will still happen because I still want that. Um, Ray Charles is an amazing inspiration. And my favorite song, my first favorite song that he did that I love first, discovering him, was Georgia on my mind. And I'm still obsessed with that song. Um, yeah, and I think it's really amazing that that's their uh, state song. So that's awesome. But yeah, I love Ray Charles. I'm, I've always been a huge fan. So I was excited that you did that song tonight. Yeah, I'm excited about the song I did too because I actually just discovered Lead Belly pretty recently, which I was happy that I did because, like I said, I love music from that time. What's also really cool is that um, he was in the same time period as Jimmy Rogers, which we've talked about him before. And what's really amazing is that Lead Belly actually did covers of Jimmy Rogers' songs, and that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. And, you know, Jimmy was like the, he was like the pioneer of, of so much of that time era and, and things. And, and your grandfather, Floyd, loved him so much, and, and he was one of his, his biggest idols. And so, and then to do Lead Belly's song, that's so cool. I mean, oh yeah, that's just so cool to bring bring him back around again for a whole new generation of people that may never know he existed, but they will now. Yeah, definitely. I think that discovering artists like that it's extremely important. It really upsets me <laughs> that this whole millennial generation doesn't know classic music or classic artists. It literally drives me insane. And I'm sorry if you're a millennial <laughs> that's listening to this, but if you are, you need to get on my fucking level and you need to discover some real music. <laughs> Because all this music that's out right now is shit. Trash. <laughs> but seriously, though, if you're listening to this and you don't know who these artists are, you need to listen to them and rediscover what music is supposed to be. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm excited that I could do his song tonight. And hopefully some people listening that don't know who that is will look him up now. And I think that's, that's awesome. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. When I was looking into his musical catalog, I, like I was saying, discovered his uh, covers of Jimmy Rogers songs. He did a cover of Daddy, I'm Coming Home, which is one of my favorite Jimmy Rogers songs. And I thought that was so cool. Um, so please look that up. Um, I have Spotify right now. This is not <laughs> a shout out to them, but if you want to sponsor me, that'd be amazing <laughs> because I love your, um, app and I use it every single day, <laughs> but, um, yeah, hashtag Spotify. Please sponsor me. <laughs> but um, but seriously, though, um, I have their app, and if you get on Spotify, they have all of Lead Belly's musical catalog. So check that out, and um, that cover of that Jimmy Rogers song is on there, and that's how I found it. Um, and also, he did a cover of TB Blues, and as we all know, well, if you know about Jimmy Rogers, he died of tuberculosis, So, um, and that was really sad. So I think it's really amazing that he did a homage to him in that time period because they were part of the same decade really so that's really really cool i also wanted to bring up another topic talking about artists and black history month and granny can talk on this too sorry we've been <laughs> talking without you um but uh somebody else that i discovered in looking up old artists and classic uh black artists of that time was uh, a musician named robert johnson have you heard of him he was a blues musician in the same decades of the 30s and 40s. He was the first person, this is really interesting, he was the first person to start the whole 27 Club. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, okay, so as everyone knows, I'm sure if you're a fan of Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse and all those people like that. And Mama Cass. 
Janis Joplin died at 27. Jimi Hendrix died at 27. Obviously, if you're listening to this and like around Jim the same, Morrison. yeah, around the same age bracket, you know about the 27 Club. So it's this weird thing that all these celebrities have died at 27, and they all had like a white lighter on them, which is really weird. <laughs> it's a really strange coincidence. Um, but if you know about that whole sort of urban legend type thing, um, what's really interesting is that this artist Robert Johnson from the 30s started this. Um, because he was the first musician to die at 27, and then from on, all these other artists died at 27. And the conspiracy about it is, which I just <laughs> I just learned this recently, but I just wanted to share this, um, is that uh, he was like the first musician that's like written in history to uh, supposedly sell his soul to the devil to gain fame. So did you know that? <laughs> We're all learning tonight on Pesadaria's <laughs> Rock and Music Hour. Um, yeah. What was the name again, please? Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Never heard of him, but I think that's uh, very sad that he'd sell his soul just for uh, to be famous in music and stuff. Because uh, there's so much more you can do uh, without the devil. You don't need him to do anything for you. He brings you down. You need to think higher or above him. Yeah, totally. I just think that was crazy. Yeah. I always thought Jim Carrey did, too. Well, yeah, it's sad that a lot of celebrities have and, and so forth, but um, I just thought that was fascinating that uh, he's documented as, like, the first musician to supposedly sell his soul to the devil. I thought that was really fascinating. Yeah. So as the story goes that I, I read recently um, is that he was – he lived out, like, on a farm because, I mean, that era is still part of the Depression. Like, everybody's pretty poor. Um, he lived out on a farm, and then he went out at midnight – and there was, it's said anyways, that there was a really tall man all dressed in black, which is supposedly the devil, that was holding a guitar and playing different songs and then handed him the guitar and said that if he took the guitar in exchange for his soul that he would be famous. And he was. And so he took the guitar and he became very famous. <laughs> and then he died at 27. And <clears throat> he died because um, he was having an affair with somebody's wife and then the husband poisoned him. That's how he died. <laughs> so... Interesting. <laughs> the devil came and picked him up, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much. So if you believe in that sort of thing, yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, th I thought that was really fascinating, and I'm glad that I could share that with you. Well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> may, may I say something? Oh, yeah, say something. So while she's talking about this young man selling his soul to the devil and taking his guitar, and he was doomed from that time forward, until he died. And you know, there's a place in the Bible, excuse me, I'm not preaching, but there's a place in the book of Revelations talks about when people sell their soul to the devil and they die and they go to hell, they ride a little boat down the river Styx. You can't see it, but it's a true river that takes lost souls to hell. And I just want to share that with all you people. Yeah, there's, um, there's some paintings that I really think are really interesting of the river Styx. Also, I mean, I love fine art, so <laughs> I love um, different paintings of... The River of Six, too. And then uh, that reminds me of um, that movie, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Did yes. you ever see that? Yes, yes, we watched that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. I love that movie. <laughs> I think that movie is fascinating. <laughs> yes. I think, but um, I think that this podcast is, is a great place to, to go off on tangents and topics. And that made me think of that movie, though, um, because there's this whole part <clears throat> where. Um, Johnny Depp's character, or whatever, is sailing down the River of Sticks with, uh, he's standing with that actor who plays Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. I don't know that guy's name. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember his name. I don't well, anyways. Know. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're sorry. We, 
we're, we're, we're not L-O-T-R nerds, sorry. <laughs> but anyways, he's sailing down the River Six with um, his actor's character, and uh, <laughs> that's true. And uh, anyways, I, th I think that's really, yeah, Joan Jett and Pat Benatar, yeah, I'm a Joan Jett fan. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're covering all topics tonight. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I just thought, I just learned about that really recently, and I thought that was really fascinating, and I just thought that that was crazy how he was the one person that started the whole 27 Club. That opens up a whole can of worms to another thing, but <laughs> but I, I thought that was really interesting. But anyways, moving forward with our show, uh, <laughs> I'm going to play the covers that we did next. So I hope that you enjoy them, and then join us after you listen to them, and we'll see you then.
Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed all the covers that we did tonight. I know that I did in celebration of Black History Month, which is what this podcast is all about. And talking about unique and interesting black history is the best part, I think. In correlation with that, um, I'd also like to just talk for a minute about the first people that you always think of when you think of Black History Month, like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. And there's so many other people also. But that's why I wanted to talk about some of the musical artists that maybe people weren't aware of, too. All of those people were very profound and important people in history and without those people we wouldn't have moved forward today. I think that it makes no sense to be racist. I don't understand why people are racist and I don't understand why people look at black people or anybody else and just think, oh well like their skin's a different color than mine. I should hate them. That just makes no sense. I just don't understand that and I will never understand that. And I think that not to be political or anything, but I think that right now our country is in terrible shape with racism and I really don't understand where this is all coming from all of a sudden. I'm just like it's not the nineteen forties. Like this doesn't need to be like this anymore. It's two thousand seventeen. I cannot believe that yeah. people are just coming out of the woodwork with like this new found KKK well, know, racism. Well, I know it's just it's just <laughs> It's horrible. So I don't understand what's going on with that, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're a racist, you need to turn it off because you're a terrible person. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. We're all part of the same boat. We all live on this planet. We all need to get along. And I know that's just a big thing to say, but it just doesn't, it logically does not make sense to be racist. And I just, I wish that it would stop. And I just, I think it's really unfortunate that it's come back so hard all of a sudden. I really don't get it, but um, I really hope that it'll get better, and um, I think that not just, you know, February being Black History Month, I think any time and every day people should remember Black History and should remember how far that we've come and not revert back, Um, and also... When I was younger, I was really obsessed with this movie called My Friend Martin. Do you remember that movie? I'm glad you mentioned that. I was getting Oh, ready. yes. And it was back to me. Oh, I, I don't forget. Gonna, I was going to mention Dr. Martin Luther King. And so, yes, please continue. Oh, yes. There is this. So, okay. Back in the day when there were movie rental places yes, that I missed so much. Movie. Please look up this movie. It's so amazing. And it's a book to My Friend Martin. Yeah, it's called My Friend Martin. And it's this amazing, adorable little uh, animated cartoon movie that I was obsessed with when I was younger. And it's so, so cool. And it was, the, I watched it in school, I think. And it was the first movie that, that introduced me to Martin Luther King and then uh, introduced me to all the amazing things that he did. And of course, somebody obviously shot him because they couldn't handle the amazing breakthroughs that he was making and in he, culture. And he knew. He knew he they knew. were going to get him with his speech. He said, I'm, I may not be going with you, but I'll meet you there. Exactly. Yeah. He was, he was such an inspirational man. Yes. Um, his changes are profound. It's but ever since that movie, like that really like opened my eyes to like all of the terribleness that black people put up with from, you know, from that, slave times up until now. That we can't even imagine. Yeah. So, um, so I was really happy that I discovered that movie. And so, yeah, I was, I was happy to, to do this podcast and just kind of shed a light, I guess, on the current racism that's happening and to take a moment to remember amazing African-American musicians and what they contributed to music in general, because without them, um, I don't think we'd have rock and roll. So. We wouldn't have nothing. We wouldn't have <laughs> blues. We wouldn't have jazz. We wouldn't have rock and roll. We wouldn't have soul. Exactly. We've got Gladys Knight and the Pips. We've got so many entertainers. Diana Ross, the Supremes. I mean, the list is just endless. Oh, yeah. The list is absolutely endless, but without them, we wouldn't have some of the most amazing gospel songs, I think, that 
yes. we've ever heard. Indeed. So, indeed. Yeah, so I was happy that we did some tonight. And what do you think about that, Bessie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's marvelous. <laughs> I think it's marvelous. When I went to high school and uh, grade school, too, uh, we had black children and black families, and we were friends, and we, we were all so poor. We was like Job's turkey, but we'd all scrounge us up a nickel between us some way, and we'd play the jukebox and dance and eat and sing and have old hot dogs and coke. That's all we could afford. <laughs> and uh, But we didn't have none of this trouble like they have today. We loved each other and we played and we'd go to church and I want to tell you when those black folks got to singing it raised a hair on your head man that the Holy Ghost would come down and it would fill that building and you've never felt such a you think you get high drinking and smoking a little pot but I want to tell you the Holy Ghost can rise you so high you can move it'll move you without even you thinking it's going to move you, it'll pick you up and set you down, and you can't do nothing about it because I've had it happen to me, and I'm going to tell this tonight because I feel inspired to do it. <laughs> and praise the Lord for saving me and opening my eyes to so many beautiful things, and I have no prejudice, no hate, or nothing against anyone. And God bless you, and I'm going to turn it back to my wonderful granddaughter and my daughter. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was awesome. <laughs> that was. So, I, yeah, I couldn't have said it better, for sure. And um, I'm going to end the podcast on that amazing note. So um, is there anything else you'd like to say, Mom? No, just always happy to be here and love you, my beautiful Erica and my beautiful mother, because they're some of the most talented women I'll ever meet in my lifetime. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks, Mom, and thanks, Granny. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, Without you, we I know. That's right. But thank you guys. Thanks for coming tonight, Mom. And oh, it's always thanks pleasure. for putting yeah, up with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I haven't gotten seen all yet, but you never can tell when I might because I, <laughs> you just never can tell when you're hitting uh, on 81 years old. You just don't know what might happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no trouble, and I always have a blast with you guys. So I'm super happy we could all get together again for tonight to do our podcast. And as always, check us all out at www.ericacase.com. And we all have separate SoundClouds. I'm going to do mine first. <laughs> SoundCloud.com slash Erica uh, hyphen case one. And then for my mom's, it's SoundCloud.com slash Tara Lanning 777. 777. And then also <laughs> my Facebook music page, Tara Lanning Official. Thank you very much. Right. And uh, then my grandmother's I feel so famous. <laughs> official. official. <laughs> uh, and then my grandmother's SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash Bessie Lanning official. <laughs> Damn, right. Damn right. Official, baby. Uh, I need to fix my oh. URL. <laughs> and one other thing. Shout out to Tony Bennett, and thanks for the friend request. I love you. You're the greatest of all time. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening tonight. And we'll catch you next time. Good night. I said just an old sweet song